0: Nazir Perik Vav Mishnah Test Six Nine. The Mishnah continues to really wrap up the topic of the Teglachas Tahara, the concluding procedure for the Nazir, and um, really the focus of our Mishnah is not just the conclusion of the process, but also to answer the question: At what point can the Nazir resume normal life and become Tommy for Mason and drink wine, etc.? Does he need to wait till the final step of the entire procedure, or earlier on? Now, just to understand this, Mishnah, you have to understand there really are a few fundamental differences between the Shlamim that is brought by the Nazir and the generic Shlamim. Um, So first of all, we said before that there's a timing difference. When it comes to regular Shlamim, the time in which one must eat that Shlamim meat for regular Shlamim is two days and the night in between. So if today is, you know, Yom Rishon, Sunday afternoon, you'd have for normal Shlamim all of Today through tonight And until the end of Yom Sheni Until nightfall on I call Yom Sheni on you know, Monday evening In contrast When it comes to the Nazir's Shlamim He only has The day that he brings it So Yom Rishon The rest of Yom Rishon And, re- and the rest of the night That follows um, Or until Chatzos till midnight Midrubanen. So it's a much shorter uh, period uh, The second big difference Is that a normal Shlamim uh, is not accompanied by any bread. Um, but the Nazir Shlamim has two different types of breads that are brought with it. Don't confuse us with the Toda, which is also kind of shlam, but has four types of bread. There are just two when it comes to Nazir. I'm setting the, sh- the Shlamim, like the Toda aside. When it comes to the, the Nazir Shlamim, there are two types of uh, breads, if you will. They're both matzos, meaning they're unleavened bread, but one is... Um, referred to as a challah, and it's balula v'shem, and It's mixed with oil in the in the dough with the the solas, the fine flour. But then um, baked like sort of, kind of like you could imagine, sort of having a consistency a little bit like like uh, a Sephardic matzahs, if you will. It's like it's like a, it's unrisen, but it's not like a hard cracker. And then you have the uh, rakikin, uh, the matz rakikin, which are basically crackers probably very similar to, like, our Ashkenazi uh, matzahs, if you will. And those aren't mixed with oil in the dough, but they're meshuchos bashemon, there's oil um, shmirt on the outside. So the nazir brings a total of 20 loaves of bread, t- 10 of each of those two types, um, fine in total. And they're in a sal in a basket, and they're brought. Now, um, the third big difference is that when it comes to a normal shlamim... The gifts that are given to the Kohen are the Chazet and the Shok. Chazet is like the chest, the Shok is the um, right hind leg, like the shank. Now, don't get confused. When it comes to normal chulen, regular animals, the gift to the Kohen is the Zroa, L'chayayim, and Keva. That's the front right leg. The, that's the zroa lechayayim is the cheeks and the tongue, and the keva is one of the four stomachs that have masam. That's not relevant here. We're talking about a regular Shlamim, where it's the chazet and shok, um, the hind right hind quarter and the and the chest and throat. When it comes to the Shlamim that's brought by the nazir, in addition, there's what's called the zroa b'sheila, as the pasuk refers to it. Zroa is the is a foreleg, a front leg uh, of the right side of the It's The right front leg goes to the zoroah, and it's a beshele, it's cooked, it's boiled in a pot. Um, and we saw that a moment ago in the previous Mishnah, the hair goes under the pot and so on. Okay? Now, at the, when a shlamim is brought, there's always a tanufa. Tanufa is a waving. And basically what happens is um, certain parts of the shlamim end up in the hands of the balim, the owner of the shlamim. The Cohen puts his hands to support, like beneath those hands, and then they wave it. Tanufa means waving. They wave these sacrificial parts, essentially in the six directions, same as a lulav. That's true also by the Nazir. He also says a tanufa. Um, but what goes in his hands are not just the usual items, which are the emurim. The emurim are the... Um, Sacrificial parts that are from every kind of zevach, every kind of animal sacrifice, has the same emurim that are burned on the mezbeach, and no one ever eats them. Um, the, base are the is the chelev that does the internal fats around the abdominal fats, and you know, visceral fats, um, as well as you have the two kidneys, the diaphragm, and the yoseris are covered like the lobe with the liver. So that always goes on his hands, um, as well as the chaza and shok, the chest and... Right hind leg also goes in the arms of the, of the bilim, the offer of the shlamim when they're waved. But in addition, when it comes to the nazir's shlamim, we add the zroa the right foreleg that's boiled, that's going to the Cohen, and you also add these one of each of the two types of breads, the rakikin and the and the chalos matzos, the the other kind of whatever it is, and then he waves all those together. Okay. So those are the three big differences uh, between a shlamim of a regular offering and the shlamim of the nazir. Again, the time frame, the loaves of bread, and what's included in the tenu for the waving with the zroa b'sheila. Okay, um, so the question is, at what point can now the nazir once again resume normal life? So the mission here says, <inaudible> So they would cook the shlamim in the cauldron, um, specifically... After they slaughter the shlamim, animal, they would remove the emurim. They remove the chaza and shok. Um, those wouldn't be boiled in the pot. It's a mechlukas tadaim. The of the ram paskins, is the rest of the animal, including not just the zroa, but the rest of the animal also. It's all boiled, and then the zroa is removed after it's been cooked. Um, it's mevashal, is a regular boiling. Shalika, learns the bartanura, is... Overcooking, if you will, so it comes like kind of soggy and limp. So the point here is, whether he does the normal amount of boiling for appropriate for cooking shslamim or if he overboils it, if you will, The kohen takes that boiled, cooked foreleg of the Shlamim, from the ram, matza and one of the chalas matza, one of the 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 loaves, if you will, unleavened loaves from the basket, hurakika matzah and also excuse me, and also one of the crackers of matzah. Venos kapi a nazir, he puts it on the hands of the nazir. The mishnah doesn't bother mentioning there should be a murim and a chaz and a shok as well in his hands. He just talks about the special additional parts that are relevant to a nazir's offering, and then all of those things together. umenifan he, the Bailam, with the Kohen's hand beneath his hands, the Bailam meaning the Nazir, um, waves in the six directions, وَأَخَرْكَح! and after that, meaning we're done with everything, <laughs> at that point, the Nazir is allowed to return to normal life, drinking wine and becoming Tammu Tammesim, meaning all of the steps have to be done, so the haircutting, the karbanos, and the tanufa all required. That's Tanakamashita, and that's basically the Halacha. Rabbi Shimon, Disagrees, he's much more lenient. He learns out, really, it's a limud from a Gezerah shava. I'll tell you the limud in a second, but his, the mission says inside Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon holds once um, blood from any one of the three Karbonos, make it to the mzbeach. At that point, nazir Lishtos, bayan the Nazir is totally over and he can go along with the normal life. No need to wait till the last step. Even the first of the offerings is enough. Uh, Reb learns that out basically from a shava because this word achar appears in two places. It says and after that, I'll call it, the nazir is allowed to resume drinking wine, etc. And also it says al nazir So also he can put his he puts his hands the kohen puts his hands under the nazir after the hair cutting. So he learns out, just as the word achar, the word achar applies um, after this single usual, unusual act of the hair cutting, which is required for the waving. So too, there's only a single act required before he can drink wine. And that single act is the act of getting blood from one of the three karbonos on the walls of Nazbeach. Now the Rambam paskins like Rabbi Shimon, meaning he says that no need to do the waving, even any of the three bloods reaching the Mizbeach is sufficient. However, the Ramam, sa- period, that's what the Ram says, like Roshiman. The Ramam does have a peculiar requirement that it has, he has to wait, the nazir has to wait until nightfall, hair of Shemesh, and before, and after only an evening passes, at that point, the, he can once again resume normal life. It's not clear at all where the Ramam gets that from, why he says there has to be a further wait till nightfall, not just simply getting the blood to the Mizbech.